And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, this is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I've been with Brandon for a couple of years now. The Consumer Quarterback Show has been around for eight years, providing uh, consumer advocacy. You know, we want to make sure that your dollar goes as far as it can. So what we do is we get together with a bunch of business experts from the Bay Area. We bring them on the show and they provide some knowledge and information that'll help you next time you get in that situation where you might need their services. So we're all about consumer advocacy. We're all about bringing knowledge to you. And of course, we've rounded up a bunch of expert contributors and sponsors for the Consumer Quarterback Show. So the sponsor for this segment, our first segment, is Replenish IV Solutions. Replenish IV Solutions is a very interesting business model. You know, everyone's worried about their immune system. COVID-19 has really forced us to examine our health and how our strong our immunity is. Well, Replenish IV Solutions is all about making you feel energized, hydrated, and replenished. They've got safe and effective ways to restore your body's natural systems using IV drips directly into your body with minerals and nutrients. Get in touch with them. They have multiple Bay Area locations. They can also be found online at replenishivsolutions.com. All right, Brandon Marimes owns the Platinum MVP team. We talk a lot of real estate here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got some properties for you. We've got commercial opportunities, residential, even some land to build on. So Johnny, our TV producer, is going to throw up a little bit of some. Here, here's one on campus. So 1602 East MLK Jr. This is a, an auto body and repair shop. So if you're looking for a commercial opportunity, this business has been around 45 years. It's in a commercially intensive zoning area. Great location, busy corner lot. Easy access to 75 and I-4. So if you're looking to get into a, a commercial opportunity, we've got a body shop for you in Tampa, 1602 East MLK Junior Boulevard. Great spot. Here's one in Clearwater. Boy, a, a three-bedroom suite with an office and den, two golfside balconies, and a tower there in Clearwater, 1200 Gulf Boulevard, 1805 Clearwater. Gorgeous beachfront penthouse, 4,000 square feet, as I mentioned, two golfside balconies, garage, parking space, real resort-style amenities. Get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. He's got opportunities for you, both commercial and residential, even land to build on. All right, so the Consumer Quarterback Show is all about you. We want to provide some information, some knowledge to you. We've got a great lineup for you today on our show. We're going to start with our legal expert, Millie Thanison. Millie, tell us what's going on in your world. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you for having me today. And, you know, I just got off the uh, Zoom. I had a Zoom meeting for court. Mm -hmm. So um, and that's the way we're doing it these days. So So are you getting used to the Zoom thing? Have you developed your your court uh, tactics through Zoom? I've always thought, you know, (laughs) lawyers love to emphasize things and look right in your face and do gestures. Zoom kind of restricts your ability to, to do that, does it? Yes, I mean, they can visually see you, but you're not able to, like, walk up and down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put the, the camera, it's focused on you. And, yes, you can still use your hand motions and things like that, but I think it becomes somewhat distracting on a computer screen if you do that. Uh-huh. So you you do have to revise the way you kind of present yourself. I think you do need to talk a little bit more slower and, and succinctly so that mm-hmm. your point gets crossed. Uh, as a poor, as opposed to being in person and in the courtroom, um, but I think all the lawyers and the judges are kind of liking the Zoom for the convenience sure. and from a sure. from a productivity level because we're all able to get more done in the in the course of the day. Before, when I went to court, 
you would have to like drive to the courthouse, go through security, sign in or be, wait to be called for your hearing and then turn around, leave the courthouse, go back to your office before you can pick up the next file. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, the minute you get off your Zoom meeting, well, you could just put that file down and move on to the next case. Now, you haven't had any uh, op- opposing counsel or anyone use the kitty cat filter and get stuck on there? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm waiting for more technical gaffes. Yeah. And I mean, usually now what happens is before we start the hearing, the judge will confirm with each party that they can hear the right. judge and each other and that everybody can see everybody. So it's kind of like almost taking a Mickey Mouse roll call, mm-hmm. but from a technical standpoint before the hearing. So to ensure that everybody's being treated fairly. You know, Amelia, you've been doing this a while. You've got tons of experience. I know that you kind of develop your techniques and style over time. Have you ever seen young attorneys that, that have tried to do a particular style or a way of presenting that just seems a little awkward? Or sometimes you see a, a young attorney putting the style ideas ahead of the, the actual content? Absolutely. And I think I, I'm somewhat guilty of that myself when I was a baby lawyer. Um, what happens is you're kind of unsure. There's a certain insecurity that comes when you leave law school, take the bar, you pass the bar, and you're walking into the courtroom for the first time. So what happens is a lot of young lawyers try to emulate mm-hmm. somebody that they think is good. Well, and that may be great. Maybe their style is good for them. But I always believe in what I've learned over time that you need to have your own style that's you. You need to be yourself. And trying to act like somebody else or to pontificate and and, and act larger than life, you're, you're not going to be focused on the issue. You're going to be focused more on your presentation. Yeah. So I think if you focus more on the issues at hand, and, and less on the other things, I think you become a much more effective lawyer. And through doing that, you develop a style on your own. To, to give you an example, you know, we've all watched these legal dramas on television, oh, like, yeah. you know, you know, like L.A. Law or, or you know, Boston Legal or sure. something like that. And you see all this showmanship and flashiness in a courtroom. Well, that isn't really real life. That isn't how law is practiced. It's dramatized for television purposes. Absolutely. So, and when a, when a lawyer goes into court and, and acts like that, then that lawyer is not focused on the issues. And I think at the end of the day, judges want to hear, okay, why are you here? What is it that you want me to know in order to make a decision on this issue? So I think that's where we have to focus our time. And at least at at this stage in my career, that's all I focus my time on. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to impress anybody or, you know, I'm just trying to get my point across. So the art of persuasion, and I think some people misunderstand how to utilize that. I think with experience, like anything else, that's where the wisdom comes, if that makes any sense. No, I agree. I think authenticity is critical. And you, sometimes you, you might think that you're doing a great job creating an image, but nothing's as good as authenticity. People are going to see through that eventually, or they're going to, you're going to have to maintain that, and it's not you. Exactly. You have to develop a style that's you. Whatever the way that you question people um, that, that brings the point out, that's the way that you need to deal. And, and I think, too, that you also have to have as a lawyer, which uh, people complain that, you know, lawyers don't have bedside manners, just like doctors or what have you. Right. I think that part of being authentic is to be somewhat compassionate and empathetic towards the, the needs of your clients 
they're coming to you because they're not having a good day. And it's because they've got problems and they want to use you as the person that's going to help them resolve those issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think we have to be, um, we have to heed that when we're representing people and understand what makes them tick, because then you can present them in a light most favorable to the court as well. Talk a little bit about how a client might come in and say they're looking for a particular kind of attorney rather than someone who can just represent them. They say, I want a bulldog. I want I want someone who's going to be mean and nasty and and fight in there. Uh, Sometimes I think that they're putting the cart before the horse because it's really about persuasion. Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. You know, I want somebody that's very aggressive and they're going to be a pit bull and all this. And and that's wonderful. But there's a difference between tenaciously representing your client and being an idiot. Absolutely. (laughs) You can't, you know, you have, there's a fine line. You have to present, like we talked about with authenticity, and you have to have respect for the tribunal. I agree 100%. And, and also respect for other jury members if you're, you know, trying it in front of a jury. If you don't do that and you just walk in there with an attitude of I'm angry, here's why, that does not persuade anybody. That just makes you look like an angry person. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, you're hiring me to, to do a specific job. And I utilize that experience to know who the judge is, to understand how they work, what they want to hear, and then present your case in the most favorable light to make a point. I'm not here to yell and scream. I'm not whipping out a gun, knife, or other weapon to slash, you know, be your dragon slayer. I'm not doing that. I'm here to resolve your issues. If if you don't think that I'm the person for you, well, then by all means, that's important. Because I think it comes down to managing the client's expectations. Mm. I think some people have the wrong um, expectation when it comes to a lawyer as to what they're going to do. You just don't want somebody waving a stick in front of somebody screaming and yelling. You want someone to make the point for you because you're too connected to it and, and you're too emotional to do that. So right. when it gets really contentious, like in your family law practice, uh, divorce or whatever it is, you got to help. You got to tell them we're not trying to out yell them. We're not going to out shout them. We're just going to make salient points. Absolutely, and I, I manage those expectations right up front so that they understand what my role in this process is. I think if you don't do that with a client, particularly in an emotional setting like family law, then you're making a big mistake. I, I usually go over that at the very initial meeting as to what it is I do versus what it is I don't do. Yeah, that's perfect. You got to spell it out for folks so they don't feel later that you didn't represent them in a specific way that they, they wanted it done. Correct. Exactly. And, and I always tell them, you know, if you have any concerns about anything, by all means, ask me. Bring it to my attention. We'll talk about it. Millie Athanason, yeah. athanasonlaw.com. She's our legal expert. She's family law. What else, Millie? You talked a lot about traffic. Yes, yes. I, uh, in fact, I was in traffic court yesterday. I, um, I do personal injury work as well, auto accidents, slip and falls, trucking accidents, motorcycle accidents, basically any type of active negligence uh, is, is what I do. Uh, so I, and I enjoy doing that as well. It okay. is not, as, it can be emotional, but typically it is not as emotionally charged area of law 
as is the family law. All right, Millie, I'm, we're going to take a break right now. Can I get you to come back for one more segment? Absolutely. Thanks so much. Millie Athanason, athanasonlaw.com. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk to Millie again. And I got that feel-good story for you, a really cool story about science. You know, we want to emphasize the science. We bring Fred DeFelice, he's one of our partners, talks about water science and our health. We've got a story about a scientist who created the, worst, the world's first truly biodegradable plastic. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Ryan. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right to the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS and the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is a great resource for you. You can find our sponsors, all the expert contributors, and even some of the properties from the Platinum MVP team. Uh, we were talking with Millie Thanison before the break, and I've got a, uh, we're going to visit with her again. I've got some questions for her about some of these lawsuits I've seen recently. Before we do that, I want to tell you about a sponsor for this segment is Golf Cart Depot. You know, everyone loves these golf cars. I see these kids pulling each other on skateboards all around my neighborhood. Uh, parents are driving their kids to around the neighborhood all the time. It seems like everyone has a golf cart. So we just, we got in, uh, in business with discovery golf cars, you know, for business or recreation, uh, lots of makes and models over there at discovery. They have easy ghost, REV Cushman. They sell them new and used. You can rent or buy. They offer financing. They even do mobile repair. They've got locations in Tampa and Clearwater. Check them out online. Discoverygolfcars.com. Okay. we got a couple of properties that we're going to look at real quick because Brandon is the owner of the platinum MVP real estate team. He's a Keller Williams agent and he still has real estate opportunities, even in this time of real state scarcity. Here's one in Clearwater. So if you're looking for an opportunity, a commercial opportunity in Clearwater, 1780 Clearwater Largo Road. This is 2,300 square feet right in a hot corner location. It's got garage doors, a storefront, 12 parking spots, and about 40 to 50,000 vehicles per day go right by this location. So if you're thinking of opening a business, here's a commercial opportunity for you in Clearwater from Brandon and the Platinum MVP team at 1780 Clearwater Largo Road. What else you got for me, Johnny? 
All right, here's one in Tampa. About 0.44 acres, a chance for you to do something with that land. 95 feet right along Waters Ave. About Again, about 50,000 vehicles a day go right by this spot. It is mixed-use zoned. So it's located two streets east of Florida, 304 East Waters Ave in Tampa. 0.44 acres, a chance for you to build another dream home or a commercial business. So again, get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. Like he says, don't leave money on the table. All right. Now, we were before the break, we visited with Milia Thanison. She's our legal expert. We talked a little bit about uh, the, what's going on in court and how to develop a style as an attorney. And Millie, I, I, structurally, I want to ask you a question about the bar and how it works, because I've seen a lot of these lawsuits that are, are seem really frivolous and kind of trivial. And then uh, when, when people, uh, I guess, countersue, the defense is, well, I was just making that up or no reasonable person would believe that I was being serious when I made that lawsuit. But how does the bar deal with lawyers who just make up frivolous lawsuits? Yes. So, uh, there, I mean, you do have to exercise competence, and you're only supposed to bring um, actual legal matters before the court. You just can't frivolously file suits. A couple of different ways that those are handled. Um, you know, somebody can file a motion for sanctions if you have a baseless lawsuit. Um, and, and with that, in a motion for sanctions, you're not only seeking a dismissal of that action, but you're also seeking to have the attorney be held responsible for the attorney's fees and costs of the other side for having to to prosecute that motion. That makes sense. So, yeah, so, yeah, so it could affect the attorney. Because normally, when you have a case, if the client loses, the attorney isn't isn't financially responsible for that. The client would be. Mm-hmm. So the, the sanctions route is is a method where the lawyer can be personally liable for putting on a frivolous lawsuit that they know to be frivolous. Now, just because it's litigious doesn't mean that it's frivolous. I mean, a lot of people think the other side is frivolous in a lawsuit. Right, right. I mean, you have to prove that you have to say that there is no way that this claim would survive based on these allegations and and that this person knowingly went ahead and and filed this lawsuit or incompetently filed this lawsuit uh, when it was not going to succeed. So that's one way to do it. Another way um, is to, yeah, somebody can call the Florida bar and file a bar complaint against that attorney uh, for filing those types of lawsuits, particularly if they're doing it on a, on a frequent basis. Uh, so that's another way. Now, both of these methods are supposed to be used very sparingly. Uh, a lot of attorneys will use motions for sanctions as part of their practice. And to me, it's kind of like the little boy crying wolf. If, if a court sees that this attorney constantly uses those motions for sanctions as part of the practice, they're going to say, okay, this guy is just filing you know, this is not real. I mean, they're going to look at it, but they're going to kind of have that predisposed notion to a degree. But uh, if it's used sparingly the way that it's supposed to actually be used, you know, they're going to look at it and they're going to say, hey, you know, there's this is a problem or maybe not, you know, depending on what the issue is. But, yeah, so that's a couple of different ways. And I and I think you're talking in part about the, the Sidney Powell thing that, that's going on. Well, right? I just thought Is it was that- just a very unique argument to say that, obviously, no one should have believed what I said. I had never heard that advanced before by an attorney. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah that, that's probably not something you would want to say as an attorney, because that just makes you look incompetent. 
and and it kind of makes you look a little crazy too. You got to question like why would you make assertions like that to a court of law if you didn't think that anyone would believe it? Yeah, that's like saying I knew it was a bunch of crap, but I did it anyway. Yeah, just a very unusual. I never heard that argument before. I, I just thought, what are the repercussions for making such a ridiculous? I, I imagine, like you mentioned, there would be attorneys or other uh, members of the bar that thought, man, she's just wasting everyone's time. Right, exactly. And and I, and I know that the uh, you know there's been problems in that because she was you know alleging that all the voting machinery was rigged mm-hmm. and yeah, there, there were all kinds of problems there. And you know if if she didn't have any proof of that. She shouldn't be filing a lawsuit if she's just basing it on her guesstimate. And you can't turn around and say, well, no one was supposed to believe me. Right. I thought the cre- <laughs> one of the reasons I thought she was headed for some kind of sanctions is because when political uh, when people are high up in the political world start to retweet your position and start to uh, call attention to the argument you've made and then you back out and say, yeah, no, that argument is completely bogus. You've kind of misled a bunch of people. I just thought, like, well, there's got to be repercussions for this. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that her practice is going to be going in a, in a in a good direction from this point forward. I mean, that just kind of seems out there. It's like she she knew, maybe she knew it was wrong, and she's kind of trying to backtrack at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, just, Honestly, I'm not sure. I, really, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the lady, but you know, I, I'm, I'm. It doesn't. It doesn't look right. Let's put it that way. All right, just a few minutes left. I want to hit the highlights from your auto auto insurance uh, stuff that you mentioned last time you're on because really good stuff about uh, folks. A lot of folks out there don't have uninsured. I want you to talk just a bit about why that's important. And then you talked about bodily tort versus PIP. Whether we need that bodily injury. Right. Right. Okay. So. What happens, let's talk about uninsured motorists real quick, because that's really important. So that kicks in when somebody hits you and they either have no bodily injury liability coverage to protect you for injuries that you sustained, or they don't have enough. So let's just say the other side has $25,000 of bodily injury liability limits, but you've got $100,000 worth of injuries. So if that's the case, you're about $75,000 short. Mm -hmm. Well, in those situations, that's when uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage kicks in to protect you against those, those injuries should somebody cause them that doesn't have insurance or doesn't have enough. It's a very important coverage. And I think a lot of times when people are purchasing auto insurance, you know, they'll ask the agent, well, is there any way I can save any money? Because, gee, that seems really expensive. And the first thing they're going to tell you is, well, yeah, you know, um, uninsured motorist coverage is optional. You don't have to have it. Um, you know, I can take it off and see what difference the price would be. And a lot of people not understanding how valuable that coverage is will say, oh, okay, sure, no problem. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> that is not something you want to waive. Right. When you go to get your auto insurance, Unfortunately, in Florida, you definitely need it. Because keep in mind, we're not only dealing with people that don't have insurance in the state of Florida, which is at least 20% of the drivers out there, but you're also dealing with a bunch of transient drivers from other states that may not have insurance coverage. I see. So a lot lot to make sure. Really, you just want to make sure that you're covering yourself. You can't count on somebody else down here. That is correct. I mean, because the only thing here in Florida that you need to get your registration is proof that you have uh, property damage coverage if you cause damage to somebody else's property, but not their person, 
and personal injury protection coverage. So as long as you have those two components, they're going to let you renew, uh, you know, your registration. Well, they can turn around and cancel that policy tomorrow or not make their next monthly installment payment, and and then their coverage is canceled, and yet they're still driving. Wow. Okay, Millie, last few seconds, I want to tell folks how they can reach you. Yes, that would be 727-376-9100. Millie Athanason, athanasonlaw.com, does a great job for us in our legal expert role. Thanks so much for joining us today, Millie. Yes, thank you again for having me. We'll see you again soon. Thanks so much. That was Millie Athanason of ThanasonLaw.com. Don't go anywhere. i got Chuck Peterson coming up and Kevin Overstreet. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call. You can find all our expert contributors, some of the properties we pitch on the show, as well as our sponsors for the program. The sponsor for this segment is Veteran Gutters. You know, Veteran Gutters is all about a local business and supporting our veterans. So we talk a lot about local business with veteran gutters. Brandon Porter is the owner of that company. And, uh, you know, he does a great job. He's a military veteran himself. He hires all veterans for his crew. And these folks are out there trying to do their best for you. We certainly recommend them as the official veteran supplier for the consumer quarterback show with all the rain we get here in Florida, you got to have gutters, you know, your landscape can get washed away, but more importantly that all that water gets in your foundation and uh, moves that around. We don't want that. So get that water pushed as far away from your house as you can get in touch with Brandon Porter and veteran gutters. He's our guy in that space. And we got a property to look at because Brandon is the owner of the Platinum MVP team. And he's got real estate opportunities for you all the time. Even in this time of real estate scarcity, we have commercial and residential opportunities. Here's one in Tampa. We have five acres available for you. 2012 square foot home is on that property currently, and it's zone residential. But again, it's five acres at 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa, close to shopping and malls, prime development opportunity. Build your dream home. Man, that is a great space right there. Five acres in Tampa, 12284 Oaks Road. Get in touch with Brandon. Again, he's got commercial, residential, and land for sale. Okay, we were visiting with Millie Thanison. She's our uh, legal expert, does a lot of family law, and helps us in the traffic courts areas. Now we've got Kevin Overstreet. Now, Kevin has a lot going on. We're going to talk about property prequal today. Is that right, Kev? Yes, sir. Now, uh, I know with property prequal, you're trying to do home buyers a favor by kind of giving them an all-in-one all in spot where they can kind of find out what's going on with the property before they get too far down the road. Um, yes, uh, but it's not just for buyers. So okay. the, um, the the thing about property prequal is the our client is the transaction itself. Mm-hmm. So for, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks are always buyers and sellers. They're, they're hearing about the market and this, you know, inventory and things like that. But when it really comes down to it, the only thing they care about is is their transaction, the house that they're buying or the house that they're selling. And uh, PPQ, uh, which is what we call property prequal, just because it's shorter, uh, 
it is uh, it, it, it creates total transparency in the transaction, and uh, it replaces due diligence with done diligence. So, if you look at the, um, I, I basically was, you know, as I've done for twenty three years, I was analyzing um, a transaction and uh, for my title company. And when you look at the, um, if you look at the way a transaction typically happens, let's talk about it from the buyer's standpoint first. The um, after they get pre-qualified for a mortgage uh, or they have the cash to buy, then they, they'll hire a realtor, <clears throat> excuse me, and they will, the, the very first question that they ask internally or externally is, do we want to live in this house? And if it's a yes, then they put money up, earnest money, and then they start finding everything out about not just the house, but the title and the um, the area and, and, and things like that. But But what happens is, we all know once, once uh, let's say it's a family, once a family decides we want to live in this house and they put money in uh, a couple thousand dollars in earnest money and that 60-day process, for example, starts, they've already moved in um, emotionally and mentally. Right. And when something falls apart in the transaction after the contract is um, executed, it's uh, it's very painful for everyone. Yeah, it's and tough. Very emotional for a lot of people. So, the way that we, um, the way to think about P- uh, PPQ is that question: um, Do we want to live in this house? Is will no longer be the first question. It'll be the last one because they'll literally know everything else about the property. And I won't get into all the details of what the PPQ is. We can save that for a longer segment. But certainly there are, are a lot of pitfalls that folks don't realize could be lurking there that PPQ is going to help them. What are some of the top few that you might run into? Well, you know, the most common is um, problems with the inspection or problems with the property the property that the inspection reveals. Mm-hmm. And that's typically not a seller trying to trick anyone or anything like that. I, I've been using the example forever that um, uh, my house is 20 years old and the, the water heater works fine, but for all I know, it's about to explode. <laughs> and then karma, uh, <laughs> two months ago, my it, it, it exploded. Uh, so <laughs> I had to buy a new one. But um, it, it's also very much for the sellers because what um, what PPQ does is it takes the, the amount of time typically needed for the life cycle of a transaction and shortens it, but also creates more time for everyone to do their parts. So it's 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 simply improper that so many people get involved, so many different types of businesses and um, contractors and uh, title companies and things like that get involved after there's a contract. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're replacing <clears throat> due diligence with done diligence. And the way we'll be launching this, we are launching in Tampa Bay only uh, to begin. Uh, and this will be our prototype market once we've established it here. And we're going to do a, I don't even want to tell you how much money it's going to, that we're going to spend on marketing, but over a 90 day period, everyone will know about the PPQ and very much like Carfax, it will be, um, the message will be, if you buy a home that hasn't, um, that property prequal hasn't been performed on, you're a fool. Um, just like with a Carfax report, if you sell one without doing, without getting a property prequal, what are you hiding uh, type mm-hmm. of thing? So, so very much the same messaging. And, uh, there is a, a specific, specific to Tampa Bay, um, opportunity for real estate agents that, uh, that's going to just be huge. So the, um, 
by the time this is adopted, heavily adopted, and everyone is using it, and uh, when I go through the steps of what a PPQ is, it makes sense to everyone, and it doesn't um, it doesn't um, hurt anyone, doesn't right. cost cost extra money or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> The the agents that have been helping us develop it um, since the beginning, and this started a little over three years ago conceptually, and then we started doing the PPQ, and it was emails going back and forth, and it was just a big mess, and then mm-hmm. <clears throat> with a lot of feedback from those great agents and sellers and, and, and buyers, we... Uh, developed a system. It's a very, very robust system. And now there's a dashboard and you log in and we don't have to get into all of that right now. But the way that it, um, the way that it will work is on, on launch day, which I don't know what launch day is yet. I'm hoping it'll be um, this year, uh, this calendar year. But when that happens, we close the door to um, early adopter agents is what I'm calling them. So any agent who there's about a hundred of them so far that have used it, um, created an account, cost them nothing, and used the PPQ at least once successfully. They are what's called my early adopters, and they will be, <clears throat> excuse me, they will be in, in a directory on the website. So a seller typically knows pretty far in advance before they're going to sell, and they know that they have to get the PPQ. They will go there, and they basically have two options. One is pay um, a certain dollar figure up front. And create your own account. You have your own dashboard. This is you, you being the seller, mm-hmm. and those documents and all the different items are delivered to there. And then here are instructions on how to um, get these documents to your agent so that he or she can put them into the MLS when the listing goes live, and uh, and, and a few other steps that the seller has to take. Or they can click on the agent directory, and this is not specific to any brand, any real estate agent company or anything like that. This is simply the ones who have used PPQ and are experienced with it. So if they use one of those agents, they will spend less money. They'll pay at closing, guaranteed. If it doesn't close, they don't pay. And that agent will do all of the work related to PPQ for them. So it's going to be... For those particular agents, right. I, I encourage every realtor out there to check out propertyprequal.com and get in touch with us if you have questions. But create an account, use it, see how well it works. It's, it's remarkable. Um, there are no cancellations. Everything goes sure. faster. And um, once that becomes a big source of leads for those people, um, that's when most everyone else will start saying, I want a piece of your commission. Yeah. And we charge, we'll charge nothing ever. What an awesome yeah. opportunity, man. If you're a realtor in the Bay Area... Kevin Overstreet is going to do his beta test for property prequal, and you know he's talking to buyers or sellers. This is for everybody. So get on get on the site if you're a buyer. Get on the site if you're a seller. And this idea that you could be one of these these initial realtors who's in at the bottom level on you know the ground floor of this thing. What if everybody starts using this and you're the first ones? You're one of the early adopters. You're in a great spot. Yeah, you'll be um, right right now. The messages that I get, um, I'm a homeowner and I get a lot of postcards and things like that from agents, and they're all very similar. It's basically, look how great I am. Look how fast I sell <laughs> right, homes. Right, right. Um, here's my track record or here's um, a cookie recipe or something, you know, just to keep in front of folks. <laughs> and those are great, but they're, they're also not that valuable. Right. Uh, it's more of a keeping in front of me type of thing, which is, is valuable. But you could simply say, in, I, I'm a PPQ agent. Right. You you already know what PPQ is. Right. The marketing is done for you, for the agents. It's done by us for PPQ. But those select few, whether it's 100 or 300, 
or five. Um, it's already a hundred. Well, take advantage of this opportunity, guys. Absolutely. Propertyprequel.com. Kevin, I just like to, to, you know, you've got a, your hands in a lot of cookie jars. The, the <laughs> book and the insured title, anything on those fronts that you want to mention briefly? Um, the book is still, uh, it's it's 95% done, but okay. there's, a, there's a particular uh, case in uh, Florida right now. Uh, it just got turned over from the detective uh, in Pinellas County to the state prosecutor, and I'm waiting for at least the indictment p- portion of that um, to, to, to be done, and then the book will be released. And uh, that that is all about title fraud. Man, fascinating and, topic. You guys are not going to believe some of the things that Kevin uncovered and some of the things right here in our backyard that were going on. Yeah, happening uh, right now, happening today. Um, you know, I've been doing title for a little over 20 years, closed around 40,000 plus transactions. That's 40, not four. And um, we've caught a lot of title fraud, mm. but we've missed extremely more than right. we've caught because right. we're only catching the people that are a little bit sloppy. I never heard of this till Kevin came on the show, guys. I mean, I was com- completely naive. I had no idea. What do you mean? And of course, the example he tells, he tells a story. I'm well, I got a shotgun. No one's going to take my house. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. Regardless. You're not going to be able to do anything with a shotgun. Yeah. Um, and take um, while, while you're looking at that, also look at Matthew Cox, Matthew B. Yeah. Cox. That's right. And uh, he, he wrote a book. There was a, there was a full episode on him on American Greed. And he is um, a, a a recovered right. um, fraudster, and he's actually a um, kind of a spokesperson for us, kind of a kind of an insider to help us understand even more from the criminal side yeah. how this type of crime happens. And um, he's he's a fascinating guy as I'm well. I'm telling you, and that was a great show when you brought him in, and I can't get, I can't wait for the book. I just I was completely this is a blind spot for me. I didn't know anything about this until you came on the show. I want to thank you so much for sharing all your information with thank us. You. Again, what's the best way for our audience to get in touch with you or find out? Just go to Property Prequel. Um, to get in touch with me personally, uh, you would just email me at Kevin at KevinOverstreet.com. Okay. And you could also call me, 813-504-9708. And uh, if you want to see all of the businesses that I've got going on, you could find me on Facebook. It's Kevin okay. J. Overstreet, and it's got them all listed there. And um, we're, we're here to help. We're not taking money from anybody. We're just making life better. Kevin Overstreet. Again, he's an author. He's insured title, property prequel, property firewall. Get in touch with him. Check out his site, Facebook all around. You're going to learn some things that you had no idea were going on. And it's important because they're happening in our backyard and have been going on and as he says they're still going on thanks so much kevin thank you very much All right, we're going to come take a break now when we come back we got chuck in his studio chuck peterson for suncoast roofing he's our roofing expert we're going to talk to him about what's going on in the building that's going all over tampa bay and how his supplies are holding up what you can expect from him and a feel-good story a really cool story about scientists who have created the world's first truly biodegradable single-use plastic it eats itself in two weeks don't go anywhere this is the consumer quarterback show this is work done and you're listening to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man brandon rhymes to get in touch with brandon call 813 813- 670-7372 online at consumerqb.com This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. 
Ian Beckles here with my man Brandon Rhymes, aka the real estate quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is a great resource for you. You can check out all our expert contributors. You can see our sponsors and some of the great properties that Brandon has with the Platinum MVP team. Of course, the Consumer Quarterback Show is going to inject some positivity into your day with a feel-good story. Before we get to that, I want to mention the sponsor for this particular segment is Brothers Easy Moving. Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving company of the Consumer Quarterback Show. You know, whether you're going local or long distance, these are the guys for you. They help Brandon move into his property. They were pushing furniture well, well past 8 o'clock at night in the dark. And these guys became the official moving company that day. So get in touch with them. Brothers Easy Moving, local or long distance. They are the moving company for you. And, of course, we've got a property for you because Brandon has always got property at the Platinum MVP team. Here's in Plant City. This is a turnkey, ready-to-go, established, profitable bar. So bar or saloon has got four COP beverage licenses. It's centrally located right there, 5402 West 92nd Highway in Plant City. So commercial opportunity. You fancy yourself a bar owner. You want to buy a saloon. We got one for you, 5402 West 92nd in Plant City. Call Brandon and the Platinum MVP team and check out all these opportunities that he's got for you. All right, we always have something positive for you, and our feel-good story today is just like we always do. I got a really cool story about scientists creating the first world's first truly biodegradable single-use plastic. Despite our efforts to sort and recycle uh, here in the United States, you know, less than 9% of the plastics we use actually get recycled. Uh, Most end up in our landfill or in the environment. What's worse, most biodegradable plastic takes months to break down. And when they finally do, they form these microplastics. And that's what uh, Fred is always talking about. These particles are so small, they're in the water, they're all around us, we can't get rid of them. So these tiny bits of plastic end up in our oceans, animals' bodies, and into, including our own. So now California scientists designed an enzyme-activated compostable plastic that could diminish microplastics pollution and holds great promise for plastic recycling. Uh, they say, in the wild, enzymes are what nature uses to break things down. Even when we die, enzymes cause our bodies to decompose naturally. So for this study, we asked ourselves, how can enzymes biodegrade plastic so it's part of nature? So the team's truly compostable plastic could soon be on the shelves. They recently filed a patent for it. So uh, when it, he, they say when it comes to solving the plastics problem, it's our environmental responsibility to take up nature on its own path. So they're trying to find a way to nature to clean up the mess that we made. Hopefully they will do that. And I just a great feel-good story. I want to encourage everyone, again, get into science and math. There's a lot of good things we can learn through science and math. Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roofing, is back to visit with us today. Chuck, you brought us that information about that new insurance uh, law that's going yeah. on. Yeah. And um, I think I understood what it was about. It's about, uh, I guess the insurance companies are up against it because of all the storms we've had down here. So they're trying to figure out a way to mitigate or cut some of the, the money that they owe you out of there. I'm worried that folks are going to, homeowners are going to find out 
10 years down the road, their roof isn't covered anymore. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's uh, they're pr- presenting it as a way to to keep the premiums from going up in Florida because, we, as we know, premiums go up every year. But uh, the the bill is so one-sided that so if you have a shingle roof, after 10 years, they'll only cover 25% of your roof, mm-hmm. less the du- deductible. So even though the on the one hand, the government, uh, you know, by instituting building codes and enforcing building codes and, you know, making it, uh, you know, much better products and building envelopes that we build in Florida, on one hand, the government makes us do all that. So now the shingles that we always talk about yeah. are guaranteed or warranted by 50 years by GAF because the shingle and the, and the installation process for the whole rooftop is – is such uh, vastly improved, you know, that that your shingles will last that long. Uh, the insurance uh, institute on the other side is pushing the, the government to make it where they only have to cover 25% of that. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the wind mitigation and the things that unique to Florida. You know, Correct. when you Chuck goes all over the state, when folks get hit by these storms and he helps tarp you and get you set up, he's doing his best to be out there, uh, you know, in time of crisis. But what you see when you're out there, Chuck, is that if you follow the guidelines and when you guys put the roof on to the specs, some of these roofs survive some of these uh, storms. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, the new roofs that, you know, they'll take a big wind. They'll take, you know. They're they're not going to take a hundred and fifty five mile an hour sustained wind for you know thirty forty five minutes in the middle of a hurricane. Right. But we get you know on the Gulf Coast a lot of a lot of these afternoon showers. They'll come up and they'll be sixty seventy eighty mile an hour winds yeah. for twenty thirty minutes. Uh, these new roofs are made to take all that. I mean, they're literally that's what it's made to withstand. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but that being said, you pay insurance to to keep your house protected so that if so that if an act of god which is the hurricane side comes about that you're put back into square one you know you pay to have your house put back the way it was before the storm That's hit right. uh what they're trying to do is say no we'll put you back 25 percent of what you had and then you're just going to, have to pay the rest out of pocket even though you're still paying us the same premium you were paying us before yeah so you can see that it's a tough spot uh you know i'm, I'm not the an advocate for the insurance agency. I understand where their position is, but if you're a homeowner and you got a roof on your house, first of all, if your roof's compromised, your your house is in trouble. There's no way around it. That, that's the roof is yeah. the most important thing going. So if that is not covered and you can't get coverage on that, you better have a plan for how you're going to deal with this. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was just at an HOA expo yesterday uh, in the town of Bradenton, uh, you know, right down the road, and and that uh, that question was posed to me multiple times of why would we put you know, we need to get new shingles on our roof. Why would we put a shingle on our roof that's this good? Why can we not just get a mm. cheap shingle? Because we know in 10 years we're going to – the insurance company is going to force us to replace well, I it. I didn't even think of that, Chuck. So now folks are thinking in the shorter term. Yeah, and which which is not really the way you need to think. No. You just need to – you need to budget. You know, it's going to be tougher – well, I don't know if it's going to be tougher. It's going to be different for apartment complexes and HOAs and uh, condo associations. That twenty five percent, if you just spent a million and a half dollars on a on a roof project, mm, boy, you know, and then your your warranty for those guys are forty is forty years from GAF, right? So that's, your that's reserve it. study is forty years out. You know, when ten or eleven, twelve years comes, you're 
you know, you're 20% funded. Mm. And, and like you said, you laid out all that capital to start with. Yeah. And, and you, and, and you did the right thing because now you should be out 40 years instead of 10 or 15 or 20, like the old singles used to be. So you made the right decision financially for your community. However, the insurance company is going to make you make a drastically different decision that's going to be worse than where you were when you started. Now, this thing is not law yet, right, no. Chuck? It's being proposed, right. and it's on the floor. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's. I was trying to check before I came in to see if it's passed on the House side. It's passed on the Senate side. There's a version on the House side that I heard was being voted on this week, but I've not got really much of an update. But if you're a consumer out there listening, you clearly need to call whoever your representative might be and say, hey, we need to back this up just a hair and, mm-hmm. and talk about it and and, well, it's just you know, our area with these storms, and and I hate to be the the negative, but we had two in the Gulf at the same time in August last year, and right. we were then at Thanksgiving we had another threat. So yeah. the storm season is getting yeah. uh, more intense and longer, and I just feel like it's just a matter of time till you're going to need some kind of insurance coverage. Yeah, and and, and it's going to be, you know, they already changed the one rule, the AOB rule, where they made it really hard on on homeowners, especially. So it used to be if we went out to your house and you wanted to get a tarp put on and and have the insurance process done where it is today, right, where they'll still pay for everything and and all that, we would take care of that. You didn't have to pay for your tarp because the insurance company covers that in your policy. Mm. Uh, But when they took the AOB away from the contractors, it it doesn't give us the ability to recoup that money from the insurance company. Now it has to go straight to the homeowner. So now we have no way to protect ourselves. So we right. have to charge the homeowner. Sure. It's business up front. And now, how many of those people just got their homes wrecked, and they're having to pay us two or three thousand dollars to just yeah. to cover it? And you're like, that's just so unfair. Yeah, you can see Chuck Peterson's Suncoast uh, Roofing goes tough. out of his way. They're going out of their way to be helpful. They've been a great advocate for us, and we pick them because there's no roofing company out there better than Suncoast. Uh, Chuck, what's the best way for folks to get in touch with you as we close it up? You know, just call the show. Call, Go online to www.suncoastroofing.com. You know, all our locations are on there. Just come see us. Just don't ask. be afraid to get in touch with Chuck and no. ask him about this law, and don't be afraid to get in touch with your political uh, candidate of your area and say, hey, this insurance bill, we need to talk about this. This is good for me all right thanks so much for coming in chuck thanks so much for brandon for putting the show together let me host i want to encourage everyone to check us out online at consumerqb.com you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play contact brandon rhymes at 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.